Welcome to the January Donovan Show. I'm the founder of The Women's School, where our bold vision is to rebuild culture one woman's worth at a time. And we're doing that by providing an education and training platform for women. Because the best way to fight the devaluing of women today is to have a strength of mind, to be skilled, and to be strategic about how we can influence culture. And the best way we can do that is to train ourselves. We have a duty to personally develop who we need to become for the world so that we can set the world on fire. And in the woman's school, our vision is to form women so she can transform culture. Join me as I talk about how we can be a force for society. And it begins with us developing ourselves. How do you love yourself? We are told all day long through memes and medias and you hear it, love yourself, love yourself. And we're not really even paying attention to what that means because it sounds almost um, kind of fictional. And um, I would say sort of this fake motivation that we've been conditioned to see in memes and motivation. But I want to ask you to reconsider what it means to love yourself, not from a perspective of what we've heard, but maybe from a perspective of the second commandment, love your neighbor as you love yourself, which is a a very kind of interesting way to look at self-love that is completely apart from what we've been told, self-love, do whatever you want, right? The way we've defined self-love is go forth, do whatever you want, have no restraint or regard, and that's what it means to love yourself, is to have no constraint and to do whatever you want. Now, that kind of self-love quickly leads us to our destruction, because clearly you can't eat a pint of ice cream every single day and not eventually um, be unhealthy. You can't just sleep around uh, with every single man and not feel disgusted with who you are or unhappy or unfulfilled. You can't just yell at everyone and expect people to actually experience deeper connection. You can't just have a chaotic home and expect to not clean up because you can do whatever you want and not feel this burden of um, your home being so messy. You can't just uh, be, you know, not be a woman of your word and expect to have relationship based on trust. So this idea of self-love that comes from do whatever you want is actually a false self of self-love because what does it really mean to love ourselves? So I'm going to go back to that, you know, second commandment is to love ourselves is to honor our value, right? To uphold that our value never changes. Our worth is unconditional. So this idea of self-worth is really based on how we understand our value. My self-worth is high or my self-worth is low because I've been told that I'm valuable only in if and when I get an A. I'm thin, I make money, my positions, whatever what we call poisonous pee in the woman's school. And so most women today don't feel as that they're valuable. Their value is actually unconditional because their self-worth, the way they understand their value, the way they see their worth, it has is usually inherited by the people that place those conditions on our value. Maybe your father said that, you know, maybe give you more attention when you did better at a game, or maybe your mother gave you more attention when you um, got an A in school. And so you start to then believe that you're important, you're valuable, right? When you are able to produce a, an A. So now we don't, um, we don't have an unconditional sense of our own self-worth. So it goes back to then, you know, 
What does it mean to love ourselves? It means to honor our value, which means that we we believe from the depths of our being that our worth never changes. It is not for sale and it's not conditional. That's what it means to actually love ourselves. To honor our value means that we pursue and discover the deepest desires of our heart. We discover who we are and that we contribute our value to the world. That's what it means to honor our value. We are so valuable. that The world will never be the same if we don't contribute the best of who we are in the world. We are so valuable that we are irreplaceable, unrepeatable, woman that nobody will ever be us in history and we know that because nobody will ever be you your dna in context of your you know placement in time and history in context of your circumstance your personality all of that probability combination makes you an irreplaceable woman so now how do you love yourself you honor your unconditional worth your value now let's go back into how do you love yourself well love your neighbor as you love yourself now this puts a little bit more weight right because you cannot love somebody greater than you love yourself. It's the first foundation of every relationship is your ability to actually love yourself. So this fluff love of doing whatever I want or fluff love of us just hearing that all day long, but not really understanding the depths of what it means to love ourselves, is actually costing us our relationship because ultimately you can't love your friend, your boyfriend, your spouse, your coworker, your child greater than you love yourself. You can't um, uphold the love that you want to uphold if you don't have a healthy, ordered understanding of self-love. So now this becomes more important than it ever has been before to love wholeheartedly and have deep, meaningful connection that fulfill us actually requires us to love ourselves. Now, the question is, how do we love ourselves for the purpose of loving the other? Well, that requires us what? To know thyself, right? Socrates who said, know thyself to what end? To love thyself, but to what end? Right? so that we can actually love the other. So I'm going to ask you, how are you getting to know yourself? How do you know your dreams? How do you know the desires of your heart? How do you know your old wounds? How do you know what makes you come alive? What saddens you? You know What actually makes you feel valuable? What actually makes you feel vulnerable? All of which are deep self-awareness that requires you to study you right? Why do you study you? So you can honor you and love you and love your incon, you know, uncon- love yourself unconditionally as a prerequisite to loving the people around you. Otherwise it falls short. So self-awareness and self-knowledge is the prerequisite to self-love. Self-love is a prerequisite to loving the other person, aka the second commandment. So we don't have a choice if we are a woman of faith or that we want to have deep relationship apart from even our faith and deep connection with the people around us, whether it's at work or family life or relationship, then we actually have to know ourselves. So how do we do that? Well, number one, we have to look at a whole version of ourselves, And that's what we teach in the woman's school is a whole version of the woman, every part of our arena. I, I, who am I? What is my self-image? The self-image, as we define, is the opinion of the whole that we hold of ourselves. Because we have an opinion we hold of ourselves could be negative or positive. You have an opinion of yourself right now. I'm just really not good at math. I'm really not good at speaking. I'm just shy. I'm just, you know, I'm really strong or I'm not strong. Whatever that is, it's an opinion that you might have inherited, or perhaps you have acquired through the years based on what somebody told you. But it could be the opinion that might you might not want of yourself, right? And so, what we want to do is. Pay attention and listen to who we are in the different parts of our life, of ourselves. The battleground of lack of self-knowledge is actually language. We don't know how to 
process who we are. We don't know how to ask deeper questions. We don't have the language of self-awareness and say, oh, what are my deepest aches and my deepest desires? That's a language of self-awareness. That's a language of getting to know yourself. How do I know how to harvest from my old wounds? Because we've all been wounded. It's like nobody is free of pain. It's part of the human experience. Not only part of the human experience, it's actually part of what makes us resilient as human being. And so everybody has been wounded, but it's, it's, if we haven't harvested wisdom from our wound, then we carry that wound almost with guilt, shame, resentment, or anger, because we haven't seen the good from that pain. We haven't seen the resurrection from that cross. Therefore, we carry it unnecessarily because we haven't studied our wound, harvested from it, and then extracted so that we can give birth to a new woman from it. Now, all of this requires time, effort, and energy. You can't just get to know yourself in one sitting. So the invitation that I have for you is that we have to love ourselves by knowing ourselves. And the way we do that is we become a student of ourselves for the rest of our life. Because as we continue to expand and grow, we have new, we have new learnings, new desires, new experience that expands our desires, our wounds, and the way we see things and the way we shape things. We're always, you know, seeing things from sort of different angle with how the world is changing, our relationship are changing. And so that we can never exhaust the way we actually know ourselves. which means that in order to continually love ourselves, to love the other, we have to continually know thyself, which is why we need to be a student of ourselves for the rest of our life. We're constantly studying the desires of our heart. We're constantly studying our wounds. We're constantly studying how we can improve ourselves. And this is, to me, the importance of personal development. It's an interior development of self, but it's not personal development so that we can be full of ourselves, but so we can give more of ourself to the people that we love. So we can love more fully and sustainably because if we don't love ourselves and we're giving, giving, giving to the people around us, eventually we're going to get bitter. Why? Because we feel that it's a love that's actually bypassing our own self-love. And you know that because you're giving to your husband, you're giving to your children, you're giving to your coworker, you're giving to your boyfriend, but you're not honoring your own value. You're being trampled. You're not being valued, taking advantage, you're taking for granted. You're suppressing your desires of your heart, but you're giving, giving. Eventually it's going to come back and say, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm burnt out. I'm resentful. I'm angry because I actually haven't earned, haven't learned to love myself fully so I can love the other fully. So the challenge is, that as women, we have to create an infrastructure to study ourselves. And that's our vision in the woman's school is that we create an infrastructure of learning and studying and designing the woman we want to become year after year. We have to give birth to a new woman every single day, every single season, every single year of our life. Otherwise, we're the same woman year after year. Otherwise, we're not growing and studying ourselves to then, um, I would say, um, continually rise into the seasons of our life. How you set yourself as a new mom is going to be different as how you set yourself as a seasoned mom or a mom of two or three, or how you are as a single woman now dating, or perhaps at college and how you study yourself in context of how you discover your career. So this constant growth and knowing thyself never ends. It's never an arrival, rather an evolution of our whole of a whole version of ourselves. And so that's the challenge is that creating that infrastructure of growth requires you to have growth friends that you're growing and learning and studying with. It requires you to create also an infrastructure where you're constantly creating a routine and rhythm of life where you're studying yourself as part of your daily life. And you're also getting an accountability so that you're growing who you are. And last, 
that we are studying ourselves in a very integrated way. We're not just sort of studying our wounds and looking at our wounds. So we're studying our desires and we're studying how we want to be loved in our intimacy. We're studying, you know, what works for us in terms of taking care of our health. We're studying our nutrition, you know, what, what makes us feel healthy, what makes us maybe feel a little bit more as though, you know, we feel more, I would say awake, right? What makes us brain foggy? All that is so integrated because how we know ourselves in different parts of our life impacts how we are in every part of our life, right? If we're studying what food impacts our mood, what food impacts the way we show up um, to our friends or family, that impacts also the way we study at work. It impacts what we see ourselves and our self-image. It impacts our friendship because now our friendship, you know, are we're more present to them. We're more patient with them because we're not eating healthy. We're more impatient. We don't have the, I would say, capacity for greater, greater patience if we're not um, creating an infrastructure of growth friends with a routine, but also that's integrated version of ourselves. And so I'm going to invite you to invest in your own growth as a woman for the rest of your life so that you can fulfill your call uh, to love those around you in a way that actually goes right back to you. Deeper connection and deeper love with the people around you to love your neighbor, to love yourself actually also is a great way um, for you to actually feel that level of fulfillment because we are made for connection. We're not made for isolation. So the more you love yourself, the more you actually feel fulfilled because your deeper connection fulfills you. Now, I'm going to put one more question here that I think is a very important question is, you know, if you also are perhaps preferred love your enemy, which is such a radical um, concept and in the Bible now, I used to always think, okay, that's the enemy. You know, that's sort of the people that perhaps were at war. But also there's parts of who we are that we've we've also allowed to become an enemy. Maybe there's wounds. And yet we have to love the enemy, which means we have to love ourselves in context of the things that we don't like about ourselves, in context of our own wounds and our frustration. This becomes very, uh, I would say, um, it becomes an act of courage to then bring awareness to who we are and who we're not and love ourselves in spite of the things that we don't like ourselves. And I think that's where we go full circle in knowing and honoring our unconditional worth because nothing changes our value and we are valuable apart from our failures, our mistakes, our success. It doesn't change, right? And that's something that I can't tell you. You have to actually shift that narrative and rewire your brain. That's what we do in the women's school. We rewire our brain so that we're not just not, I can tell you till you blew your worth is unconditional. Nothing changes your value and that to love yourself, you have to honor your value. But this wiring is literally a physical wiring in your brain that's happened for decades and decades. If you have been told that your value is based on your body, it's going to take you a while to actually shift that. It's like learning a whole new language. If you don't speak French, it's like you're learning French and you're rewiring those neurons in your brain. Literally, your brain wiring is happening. So it's going to take an investment of your time and your energy and your commitment. And so it's uh, an intentional journey of self, self-awareness self and self-love. And, you know, you nobody can do it for you. But ultimately, it is a gift to yourself when you learn to love yourself by knowing yourself first. So if you're interested in, in continuing to grow and learn yourself, uh, you can access our free strategy call in the Women's School and learn more about how we teach you to become a whole version of you and give you the mindset and skill set training so that you can actually learn to love yourself before you love.
those around you. Uh, if you like this training, subscribe for more practical life training in the Women's School. Share this video and I look forward to seeing you more in our trainings. There is no school that teaches us how to be a woman, how to manage our mind, our emotions, our bodies, our homes, our relationships, our careers and friendship, and all the practical skills that we need to honor every part of our life and become the woman we deeply desire to be. Women have a universal desire to live a life of meaning and contribution, and yet we are being blamed and shamed for the choices no one taught us how to make. Think about it. Doctors, teachers, nurses, and every other profession get access to training, and yet women are expected to know how to be a woman just because they're born a woman. But worst, we are valued based on our performance, perfection, position, popularity, and power we call the poisonous bee, which is why so many women quietly doubt if they're good enough. The truth is that our worth is unconditional and our value is not for sale. We are all unique and unrepeatable, and what we offer the world is irreplaceable. The Woman's School is a how-to school for women for such a time as this. It is time for women to rise up, become who she was created to be, and set the world on fire. My name is January Donovan, founder of The Woman's School, which is a how-to school for women for such a time as this. I'm a mom of eight and a business owner, and I truly believe that it is time for women to rise up, become who she was created to be, and set the world on fire. I created a foundational training on how to be a woman so that you can understand your value and your purpose for such a time in history where we are being erased. So buckle up and prepare yourself for the rise of the new woman.